Jacob Jones. Please and give me another one of those chewy lemon heads. Back down. Cheers. Ben Yates. There ain't no easy way out. I want the hey And then I won't back down. And I'll stand my ground. It's the last dance. It's the Valley Variety. Live at noon every Sunday on Blaze Radio. Directo a las mediodías en este domingo por la tarde. Y gracias a nuestra hermosa tele por todo. Te quieras mucho. Tenemos a Jack Bartlett en el estudio. A Ben Yates y el Estebrook en el segundo estudio. Y mi nombre es Jacob Jones en el Valley Variety. What's up, guys? Woo! Thank you. What a electric beginning to the show. Thank we you. Had, that was awesome. We haven't had the uh, Espanola version of the... We haven't the, had uh, Spanish intro in a while. I thought I'd change it up. Kennedy Mayo's been on the show. That's true. Yeah, I, almost a year ago. I thought I'd change it up a little bit. Speaking Happy of a year ago, next week, starting next week, will be Jack Bartlett's one-year anniversary of the Valley Varieties producer. Give him a round. Let's get the fanfare in here. Come on. Give him a round, guys. Jack Bartlett is the fan of the show. The culture is here. Thank Look you. at Jack. Thank you. I'm just oh. glad to be a, to be here. I'm just <laughs> glad to be here. I think it's uh, it's been a whole year of evolutionary change and evolving. Uh, just you know, overall, gotten better over time. The Valley Variety has, and it's in due part because Jones and I we decided like you know, we're really great, but we really need someone else to man the producing chair, and I think there's no one else better suit for that. So yeah. thank you, Jack, for being a part of that. And uh, let's get into some of the news. Caitlin Clark just broke the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete Maravich's big record in college basketball for me. Yeah. yeah, it's well-deserved fanfare for Clayton, Clayton Clark. Yeah. Two, two rounds of applause very early, or three, because we had the great intro, Jack Bartlett and Caitlin Clark. Three rounds of applause for all of those. Very good. And let's have a fourth one for LeBron James. <laughs> 40,000 points. Now scored LeBron James. <laughs> I'll pass. I'll pass on that one. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! You a hater? Yeah, I hate LeBron. <laughs> He's a hater. Yeah, it's greatness. You know what we hate, Jones? Haters. <laughs> oh, we do hate haters. But yeah. I, I, I very much, very much dislike LeBron. Then I, I don't. I'm not you just okay, like right. LeBron. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, don't I can. Know. But you have to respect forty thousand points. Sure. It's absurd. But I'll, I'll respect it when he retires, like we did with MJ. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. That's what we all did with MJ. Uh, we all, I will, he, well, yeah. We all, we all loved his records after you retired. That's, but that's, I think people When he liked, did in the moment, everyone. But we all liked Kareem. I, I mean, people said that they liked Kareem while he was playing. No one hated, like, I mean, there was people that hated, but, like, not like this. This is generational hate. He scored 40,000 points and, like, yeah, whatever. No round of applause. Not my goat. <laughs> not my goat. <laughs> I, I don't know. I Pete Maravich, my goat. Fair enough. On it. Well, not John, anymore. Caitlin Clark just John Stockton's my goat. All right. <laughs> That's a weird goat to have, but I'll, I'll take it. Did LeBron ever hit a game-winning shot to go to the NBA Finals? Wait, didn't he? Yes, he did against the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what was it, like the deciding one? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was the buzzer beater that went off the Oh, but was the it backboard. the Western Conference Finals? 
Okay, no, he didn't. Oh, see, there we, see, there we go. My, <laughs> my point exactly. Okay, very good. Uh, Some of the Western Conference Finals, man. It's a better logo. It's a better... It's a better... Let's put it on the poll. Is the <laughs> that, Western yeah. Conference logo better than the Eastern Conference logo? Yes or no? Now, do they have... I don't know. Wait, never mind. They don't have logos anymore. They got rid of those. Now it's like the... They did, but let's go back to the old-fashioned... I oh, know. The logos are... The, I think it's just the word East yeah. and the word West. Is that That I totally now? forgot they changed well, the Well, it wasn't like the West a blue basketball. Yeah, it was. And the yeah. East was and a the red, West red, was a red yeah. basketball. Yeah, it was. I totally forgot they changed Old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. That's like when they changed the NBA Finals logo, just like the block lettering... On top of each other. Yeah, that's lame. That's so lame. The NBA is so boring. Becoming more and more commercial. It's so boring now. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the NBA finals a little bit. They got back to like the 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 cursive lettering. Didn't yeah, they? yeah, they a did a little back. bit, a little bit. Try to get their fans. ABC back. is coming back a bit more. That's true. Uh, but you know, anyway, it's, it's a good day. Sports is, you know, the basketball community is kind of electric this week. Uh, a lot of changes happened. A lot of. Big March Madness stuff since March has started uh, officially. We are in March, my favorite month of the year. Jack, would you say it's also your favorite month of the year, March? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. Like people will say December because you know Christmas and New Year's yeah. Eve. This Christmas, yeah. winter break, snow. Ah, uh, yes, fantastic. But March, March is March. March is pretty fantastic. Jones, what's your favorite month of the year? Uh, November, I think. November, Thanksgiving. That's a yeah. good month. I like that month. November's a good, pretty, pretty good yeah. month. Weather's great around here. Weather's, November is. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of when Arizona becomes like the really, really nice state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. March is when it starts to get sweaty again in Arizona. March, sure. March yeah. is the harsh reality of it's coming, and then April is here yeah. we go, and then May is we're all dead. Yeah, <laughs> June, June and July, it's just hell and then June water. and July is just you know yeah. you make every it man for himself. Yeah. Just fire. You just you find your way in June and July. <laughs> Into the inferno has a different meaning at that time. <laughs> yeah, that's for Bill Walton. That was his his favorite line. In the, the inferno, inferno, <laughs> Wells Fargo Arena, or not? Oh, I don't know, Jim. I don't know if I want to go to the inferno. Jim. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> Inferno's pretty hot, Jim. <laughs> Didn't bring sunscreen, Jim. Tony, T- Tony, <laughs> got a broadcast, Tony. <laughs> Fourteen nothing Chiefs, Tony. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's get into the Clippers logo. How do we feel about the new rebrand? A bit of a, it's weird, right? It looks a little uh, compass on the on the front, and you know, the ship, and then the international logo kind of vibe of. It looks like a MLS logo. It's a little G leaguey. G leaguey. I like it though. I don't know a G league logo. I feel like would have just the boat. Like a G league logo kind of goes all out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they kind of emphasize like the Mad Ants logo. Have you seen the Mad Ants logo? That one's just loud. And or if you look at. Uh, basically, most of the G League logos are just loud logos, but this one just seems like a, I, I, I don't know, it looks like a dime or quarter. Uh, it does like, kind of look like it a looks coin. Like, it looks like currency. Uh, I, I don't know what, it, it's It's giving off a lot of Seattle Mariners, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> it looks almost exactly like the Seattle Mariners. Well, I don't logo. think it helps that people don't really like understand like the Clippers' history of like their time in right. San Diego. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, there's a lot of people like don't really get like what that means there's some people that do like kind of realize like what that means but then like having the ship in there and stuff and the let, ba- the basketball like underneath the let's also put that on it's the a pole. nice little did you know before the rebrand that a clipper was indeed a ship they're all they'll always be the san diego clippers the san diego clippers yeah they're they're not la they, you not know LA. it's like la it's, is dominated by the lakers it's like the Chargers. just like the new york it, 
realm is dominated by the Knicks, even if the Nets have been better than the Knicks mm-hmm. overall, and player wise or even history, like right. Knicks are going to control New York until not in our lifetime we're going to ever see that flipped on its head. We're not going to see the Clippers control LA in our lifetime. That's just not even if they win a championship. I'm pretty sure, even then. Lakers will still dominate the LA realm. Well, I don't know. The Clippers are one of those franchises that just aren't aren't meant to win a championship. <laughs> yeah, I, like, like this, they kind of aren't meant to win a championship. Like, <laughs> this year, though, I I don't know. Before the rebrand with Intuit Dome, I I would I reckon a Clippers championship might be on the way with this team. I mean, they can win nice. it into it. I don't think they win it at um, Staples though, or uh, not Staples. Sorry, Crypto.com Arena. Uh, I don't want to call it that. Or I don't even. Is that what it's called? Still? It is. You got we, it right. I thought crypto was the one that everyone like disbanded because it like bank went bankrupt. Or was that the, mo- the Heat one? Hang on. A I second. know the Heat changed their original no, they name. They did. They did because that company went bankrupt. But I think. Right. I don't know if the the Lakers did it. No, they did not. Okay. It's still crypto. It's still crypto.com arena. Uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I like it though. I it's love great. the new jerseys. I think, I think the jerseys are my favorite part of it. Oh yeah, the jerseys just got way better. Because All of a sudden, they because, put cursive, and it was like, ooh, hang on. Clippers know how to do cursive writing? That's good. I think it looks really clean. I think it a lot better than – I. for some reason, I can't remember, like, what they wear right now for, like, their regular – their home don't, homes in a ways. Do but pull it up for you? Sure. But, like, these ones with, with the – like, it's it's clean. It has the – it's just a good, clean look. The one right now is – Yeah. Yeah, just the, the, the white, the plain with the, the stuff on the <laughs> – um, oh, and their city jerseys from this year. Clips. clips. Yeah, I'm not. Yep. It looks like a cereal box. It's not. <laughs> it's, not it's not. It's not great. <laughs> the but the, but these ones, these. But these what? ones are just nice. Like that's just a yeah. good look. It like, looks like they, you know, they're gonna be aboard that ship. You know. Yeah, and I. They're just, gonna be manning the helm, and it's just a nice put a look. hat on. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a nice look. I think the logo is a nice look. I think it's a nice little. Yeah, but like without the outer rim of that logo, it looks pretty. Eh. Yeah, I think without the outer rim, it it doesn't really make make any sense. It doesn't look like a basketball logo without the outer rim. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's a basketball on the boat on the like a bottom of the boat there, but I don't. Th- here's an idea that someone else pulled up for the Clippers logo. Yeah, I just showed it to you there. That's okay. not bad, yeah. Just a big old boat. I found one that kind of has like the same concept. This is. Oh yeah, I'm looking at that right now. With bit the, of an anchor. With the I anchor. don't know. I like what they currently have more than both of those options, honestly. What the L, A, and C all in each other? No, or... not this. No, 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 no. Like what they are going to change into next year. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because the one they have now is messy. Right. Well, it's not just messy. It's just it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it is one of the blandest logos in basketball or in sports. I mean, it's. I hate logos, and I don't know if you guys are with me on this. I hate with passion. And I know I'm a hater for saying this. I hate logos that use letters, like just two or three letters as their logo. So that's why, like, you know, a lot of baseball Will teams drive that. me crazy. Like, <laughs> Oh, the, the Royals do that. Like, yeah, a, lot, do a that. lot of baseball teams drive me nuts with their logos because it's like, oh, it's traditional fashion. Okay, it works for baseball. I get it. Mm-hmm. And I know universities, they have the, you know, UK and whatever. That's college. But, like, professional sports, if you don't have, like, a killer logo mm-hmm. that moves me or terrifies me, like like the Chicago Bulls one, I'm not moved. I'm unfazed and unbothered by wow. your logo. Wow. Teams have a – especially baseball. They, if you have, like, a, 
a logo with a letter. Mm-hmm. You have to be very creative with like how mm-hmm. you do the letter. Yeah. And, and not to be a homer, but the way the D-backs do it, I think is very creative. That's the oh, best well, way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the a, that's the best way. The A, but it's the snake mouth, yeah. and you can see the diamond pattern of the, the, um, the tongue. But mm-hmm. You mean the thing that's on your hat yeah, right now? Yeah, the thing that's on my hat, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, baseball is also one of those. All over you at yeah. the moment. It's one of those, baseball is one of those sports, too. It's, like, stuck in, like, the 1850s. Right. right. Yeah. There it's, like, the Baltimore Orioles having just a plain block O as a mm-hmm. main logo. Yeah. Is, Babe Ruth is still the greatest player of all time, basically. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, well, he is. And then but, you look yeah. at a picture, and it's like, wow, Nikola Jokic is more fit. Like, this is, like, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was different back then, man. He's yeah. he having eight cigars a day before he... <laughs> mm-hmm. That's greatness. That's why he was so cool. He used to go with a cigar in his mouth and go hit home runs. I'd... Smoking a cigar I never saw the goat. Is that not real? Like, is that not true? Yeah. Actually, let's also put that on the poll. Is smoking multiple cigars per game make you the greatest of all time in your realm of sport? Uh, smoking a cigar yeah, in I general is just to. cool. If you smoke a cigar, just like doing, but every like activities? what you said, like mo- like one is something. Like LeBron smoked a cig- like one cigar like after winning a game, but never before. MJ goes with like five before a game. And it's like yeah. whoa, those numbers are insane. Mm-hmm. You talk about like being fourth on the you know all time scoring leaders. That's not his greatest accomplishment. It's the flu game and smoking before <laughs> those games as well. Yeah. It's ordering a whole yeah. pizza at 2 a.m. in Salt Lake City and eating the entire thing yeah. by yourself and blaming food poisoning for what really <laughs> was just the flu. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you eat an entire pizza by yourself, I wouldn't feel great. He really blamed the city of Utah's pizzeria. <laughs> I mean, that's like the Salt Lake City pizzeria is what he blamed for that game. Now there's a conspiracy. Now there's a conspiracy that the pizzeria he called found out it was Michael Jordan's room and yeah, messed well, with his pizza. Yeah, and he'll he'll oh, go right. he'll yeah. say that on Last Dance, and I you know people will believe it, but I I don't know. I feel like it's more like a Paul Pierce in a wheelchair story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, I didn't poop my pants. <laughs> I also don't doubt that MJ could just eat an entire pizza. Like, he's just—he's that guy, pal. He's, he is that guy. Actually, yeah. speaking of Paul Pierce, did you know that he has a new podcast? No, I don't actually. It, uh, it's the Truth, the Truth or, podcast. Uh, yeah. I think it's uh, only the Truth. That makes sense. Uh, it's something about you know just—it's really weird, like where he only tells the truth, which is funny. Because he has not told the truth about that story about the wheelchair. I, I, I stop hiding it, Paul. We know what you did. It's irony. You know, <laughs> it's, it's very, very ironic. What happened? But it's also embarrassing. So right. I'm sure he didn't want to. But it is an interesting podcast. He's already said what happened with the Ray Allen situation a lot more. That was really interesting. I don't know if you guys even pay attention to that, uh, or if you even did when it happened. But the I, what? It's a great call. Uh, when Ray Allen was on the Celtics mm-hmm. uh, and played, you know, they played against the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals before Miami then eventually went on to lose to Dirk Nowitzki in the finals. Uh, but Ray okay. Allen, the next year, he went to the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Oh. He apparently, according to Paul Pierce, this is not official, Ray Allen was searching for homes at that time. While he was in the Eastern Conference Finals. Ouch. Wow. Ouch. It's not fun. <laughs> not a great. So the truth speaks. Not yeah. a great. Not a great look. The truth. I thought at first. I thought you were still talking about the wheelchair game. The truth. Which you know everyone. The wheelchair story is just. A, well, he he thinks what happened. What he says happened was like he literally just got injured and yeah. had to be wheeled off. That's but. a load of crap. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. 
No reaction. No, zero. <laughs> Nothing. Jack, what's happening to you right now? You okay? Me? Did you not hear his joke? No, I did not actually. Oh, oh no. What, what was the joke? I made, no, I, we're not even going to repeat it for you. No. Oh, doesn't deserve it. How dare you? Sorry. You was, should I feel was, ashamed of I was actually That's actually so disappointing because really I was locked in on, like, trying to get familiar with all the sounds to, like, use them. <laughs> and then, like, totally, totally, like, a waste. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. No, no, you no. missed, actually, a really good zinger, too. It was good. That's fine. I'll just what go back. I'll, I'll, watch, I'll, watch, uh, I'll watch Valley Variety when I get home. That's good. fine. That's fine. It's not. It's not like I'm here or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we put. We just celebrated you for being here for a full year of you know being our greatest producer. I'm glad we celebrate you, Jack. And then you go behind our backs and be like, Oh, I don't. No, no. What, I'll, just, I'll listen back to it. It's, it will be like the 18 minute mark. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. What joke did Jones just say? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. It's been here for a year. Valley of no, no, no. Trivia. 17 minutes in. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in like an hour from now, Ben. All right. <laughs> an hour too late, my friend. Good. No, it's fine. Well. It's fine. It's fine. You're good. Good for you. We celebrate you. Congratulations yeah. on a year. Yeah. Winning. Winning. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so the Clippers have something going on. What else is going on? Caitlin Clark broke the record. Uh, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron the record. You're not going to acknowledge that, right? Yeah, yeah. Good job. Okay. I'll, I'll give him a good job. I'll give him a pat on the back. All right. I'll give him a thumbs up. Sure. Give him a good job sticker that they used to give us in kindergarten <clears throat> when we used to finish our assignment. Wow, you're acknowledging that with a kindergarten participation trophy? Hey, that that meant a lot to me, man. <laughs> By the way, what the, was that? Was that a, you the, dropping a beat? <laughs> 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 we can make a remix off of that. He went, he went, <laughs> <laughs> Is that actually what it sounded like? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were setting me up for a, a pretty fire rap. That was insane. <laughs> uh, up a few bars. What was it? Uh, oh, yeah, the stat about LeBron scoring that 40,000 points. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. You have to average for 20 years, by the way. LeBron's in his 21st season. If you want to hit 40,000 points... What you have to do is basically, at, at the bare minimum, 30 points per game for 67 games every season for 20 years. Jeez. If, like, you have to be healthy for at least 67 out of the 82 games every year. So still be eligible for, you know, MVP awards and whatever, but average 30 points per game every single season. Yep, he's a pretty good basketball player. In LeBron's third season, he averaged 31 points per game. Oh, that makes sense. In LeBron's third to last season so far, he averaged 30 points per game. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, but that one doesn't count because he had all the he had all those. Uh, that was during the Space Jam movie. He had all those not, those power ups. Not only did he <laughs> average 30 points per game, and Jones, you like this one. He averaged 30 points per game during the season he lost to the Phoenix Suns in the first round. Oh, that makes sense. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm glad we moved up on deck. Well, I think we need to, to a merger. No, no, I do have an idea. I think we do need to retract twenty thousand of those points because weren't twenty because weren't twenty thousand of those points in that Space Jam game where you had like those power ups. Oh yeah, he did. and that dunk like like counted for like a thousand points. Invalid points. Invalid points. And he had like the power ups thing. Yeah, so there should be an asterisk next to LeBron's points. And plus, he like yeah. totally. <laughs> and plus, that one guy like totally killed like Damian Lillard. What guy killed Damian Lillard? Uh, the grandma. And the, oh, like, Granny. Yeah. Oh, like they totally like granny. moved. They totally like moved his like clock machine like all the way to make him like hundred. Actually, did kill eighty years old. She actually killed Damian. We didn't really acknowledge that, did we? That Granny just killed Dame Time yeah. live on in the movie theater. Yeah. Like, 
That's great. It's like when that one guy cussed on the Nickelodeon NFL TV broadcast. Wait, what? What guy are you talking about? The <laughs> they had the field mics on. Oh, and one nice. some dude dropped a bomb. That's good. That's tough on the Nickelodeon broadcast. It's good for the kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. have Dora explain that one with boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Not good, man. Not good. No bueno. No, <laughs> literally, man. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. You were, huh? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna That's say. Good. I was, I was thinking good. it. I'm I'm glad that we anyway, were on the same. It, what else is on your uh, your list? There? Well, I, I I remember Jack showing me this last night the uh, Texas wide receiver Xavier Worthy mm-hmm. breaking a 40 yard dash combine record. Jack, what do you uh, what do you think about that? I mean, he's pretty fast. Pretty fast. Pretty freaking fast. If if he's beaten John, what well, was it, Justin or was it John Ross who had the record between the two of them? It was one of them. I don't remember exact. It was John. It was John. He had like a 4.22. And Xavier ran like a 4.21, uh, so crazy how close he beat it. But I mean, yeah, he's he's pretty fast. Fast people. Yeah. Yeah. Very, yeah. Speed. Fast guy. Mm-hmm. Speed. Mm-hmm. I'm speed. I'm speed. I eat losers for breakfast. Is that what he said after? Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. I eat losers for breakfast. And then breakfast. And Do you eat losers for breakfast, Jones? <laughs> I don't eat breakfast usually. I, oh. I. Do you I, eat losers at all? I no. Why, well, why well sometimes I eat breakfast. It de- but it you're winning. If you're winning, you do winning. not eat losers. I had breakfast this morning with my girlfriend. We went to uh, Stoop Kid. And you did not eat losers at? I didn't. I ate a bagel oh, for breakfast. Well, hmm. That bagel is a loser now. He's in my stomach. <laughs> so fair enough. The bagel was a loser. Oh, well, no. I, I was winning, but I'm sure he was losing because yeah, I'm sure he, he didn't want to be Getting eating. devoured, honestly. He eviscerated. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm sure he didn't really have a say in it. No, yeah. he didn't. Why is it? Why do we gender the bagel exactly? I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I don't really know. I, I didn't really think about that. It's like when in a lot of assuming, a lot of deep thoughts. You just assumed <laughs> the bagel was a he, huh? Yeah. Well, he, huh? <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> 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 so, um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on from the uh, the genderless bagel. Ciao. The uh, number. Let's go some March here. Uh, since we are now March third, we are just two weeks away, gentlemen, from the greatest sporting event of all time, in my opinion. <laughs> March Madness is arrived, and in March seventeenth, Selection Sunday will be here. And uh, some March things have already happened this year. We have been talking about it a lot. How a lot of ranked teams keep losing to unranked teams. And then how lower-ranked teams keep beating the higher-ranked teams. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, everything is up in the air. Any team could probably win it 1 through 25. I haven't seen a regular season like this ever in 22 years of my life. I'm pretty sure no one older than us has seen anything like this either. Uh, this is the weirdest march we're about to witness. And last year was already really, really weird. Doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't this, this like... Like every year, we keep saying like this is the weirdest one ever, and it keeps getting weirder. Yeah, I think that's true, and I think the transfer portal is the that's reason true. for that. That's NIL true. is a huge reason for that. Yeah, like for why everything gets weird every single year now. It gets, I don't know, I won't say worse. I think it's better. This, I think March gets better every single year. Yeah. Uh, except for one thing, people are trying to expand the tournament a lot more. And Jack, can can you do me a favor and pull up the Jay Billis clip of what he said about it while I talk about what? Yeah. Uh, because I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about yeah. here. Uh, so March Madness. So 
the committee of the NCAA board, they're trying to expand the tournament not to just 64 uh, slash 68 teams, which is what, you know, the first four come in. You have 68 teams uh, total in March Madness. They're trying to expand it to, like, 96 teams. That's a lot. Uh, and just make it even longer, of course. Uh, so it started, like, the beginning of March? Maybe. So it would, yeah, basically start, like... It'd be Maybe the entire earlier, month. Or it would probably last even further into April. I'm not sure. Uh, they didn't, they're not really good at planning this out so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, what they said was like it's about more inclusion of more teams, uh, especially from lower divisions that, and conferences that don't get a lot of bids into the tournament. Yeah. Uh, I guess. And all the better teams that are like in the SEC, like, you know, there's really below average SEC teams mm-hmm. that would be really good in the tournament but go to the NIT because they just didn't make the cut against Alabama or Auburn at the mid-level of the conference. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know teams that that can say that. Yeah, and Jay Billis had a really good quote. Uh, there was a panel at I think it was a UConn game, right? And yeah. uh, ESPN College Basketball Day was there. Jay Billis had probably the best quote about it. Ninety-six. I don't like it one bit. I feel like if everybody can get in, it doesn't make it as special. There, there's not, if everybody can get in, then what's the point of the regular season? What's the point of having the conference tournament? You seem disappointed, but I, I, I don't like it. I don't think everybody's getting in. I mean, look, I, I love college basketball. We watch all the games all the time. But let's be honest about it. Like, when we get to March, there is such an excitement around like everybody starts paying attention to all these different teams and for me if we can extend that excitement a week or some extra games why not i mean it is about money as well right for these schools these leagues hopefully it could be about money for these players as well as we continue to evolve it and that's inevitably where it's going to go i don't mind it i like it when it was 16 it went to 32 and people were up in arms said it's gonna ruin the tournament it went from 32 to 64 oh that's too many teams and then it went to 68 you know what we still have a great tournament here's the thing that's interesting the landscape of college basketball is continually changing it's just year to year it's changing so we need to stay ahead of the curve or at least the the powers to be need to stay ahead of the curve to to look forward maybe not now 96 is not the number I can tell you that much. But incrementally been throughout the history here. of the NCAA tournament. I, that's what I wanted at the beginning. Never underestimate the NCAA's capacity to do something stupid. And if they did this, <laughs> it would be profoundly stupid. When anyone says more teams need access to the tournament, every team has the same access to the tournament now. All you have to do is win your conference automatic bid, which is against your peers with a group of teams that you have chosen to be among. And every team is in the tournament already. All you have to do is win your conference tournament. You're already in the tournament. And what what are we going to do now? We're going to go to 96, and we're going to print the bracket out, first on legal paper, then on a a roll of toilet paper, and just roll it out. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) This is The one thing that everybody's forgetting is this is not an access tournament. It's a national championship event. You should have to do something hard to get in. And if you think it's too hard, then Division II is wide open. I just don't understand this. Why would you why would you mess with this? Like yeah. they always say when it's a rule that benefits the players. Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That was yeah, that's the quote from Jay Billis, right? Well, there. I yeah. think the point he I like the point he made where it's it's hard to get in. That is the point of like mm-hmm. it's not the college football playoff. It's not like only four teams get in and everyone else is 
you know, I know they're expanding it to what twelve now, right? And now, and then that's fine. And now like more people that. are gonna like complain. It's like, oh, what if I'm number thirteen? It's like it's uh, people are gonna complain either way, you know, mm-hmm. right? And you know, people will complain about you know the way the NCAA is now of like, well, I don't have you know enough funding. I don't have enough. If we had enough funding, this and this would happen. Well, yeah, you could say that for anything though. It's like you could. So I think the point of and ninety six is a lot of teams too. Yeah. That's a lot of but teams. Think, think about it right now. Sixty eight is already a lot of teams, mm-hmm. and we talk about. So you're gonna make that jump from ninety sixty eight to ninety six? Right. That's that's ridiculous. But what I like to emphasize is that the teams that don't make March Madness, it, this is why it's probably the more perfect sporting event because people don't complain to the committee about their team not getting in. No one's complaining about being sixty ninth. Mm-hmm. Like they know that their team sucks enough to not get in. They're complaining to their coaching staff and the team for getting better right because if you're not good enough to make a 64 team cut then you don't complain about not making it you're complaining about how bad your team is to not make a 64 team cut especially if your team is in a power five conference yeah. and that's like lower teams at the bottom like you don't have as many fans anyway for that mm-hmm. i i don't understand even expanding this and i i know there's like that idea of like let's make more March let's make have expand this time out more we love watching basketball but who watches the first four I want to ask that question legitimately is the first four actually a games that we watch because we talk about the round of 64 as when March truly begins mm-hmm. like there's not 13 games on at the same time right yeah. on Tuesday no. that's Thursday when that happens mm-hmm. Tuesday and Wednesday no one cares no one truly cares what happened on Tuesday and Thursday. And that's just the reality of it. Uh, yeah. ASU Nevada, that was something where, like, we paid attention to it because we're here at ASU. But if we weren't here, and also, I'll make this point. Do you remember who the other teams were in the other first four games? There no. were three other games. Like Iowa State, maybe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Iowa State was actually in the round of 64. Oh, there you go. But <laughs> to, to go into that point, you didn't care. Because also two of those first round, you know, the first four games are 16 seeds. Who cares? They're going to get eliminated or, you know, we become Farley Dickinson or UMBC and you make a little bit of a push. But no one cares about those teams. The fir- only two games of the first four you care about are the 11 seed ones. And that that's mid at best. I just think it ruins the idea of having a tournament. It's It's like if everyone gets in, then what's the point of playing hard and what's the point of... Like, if I'm going to get eliminated by, you know, 96-seed GCU, it's like, and now granted, respect to GCU, they're playing hella good basketball right now. And I can't win. I really hope they win their, their conference. Because I want to see those guys in March so bad. Because they got a good squad right they're now. They're going to make a run for sure. They got a good, if they can get in. It'll be the 24th seed. 24th seed. There, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. Could you imagine 24 seeds? 24 seed GCU beating number one seed Duke. It's like good luck, buddy. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess you could play against them, and maybe in a one, you know, one in a ten thousand shot, you go and you beat them, and everyone loses their minds just so you can get bounced the next round. Next, we're gonna put junior colleges up in the March Madness. Yeah, practice. why doesn't why isn't my Mesa Community College Thunderbirds in the tournament? They play. A, they play a pretty good brand of ball. I think yeah, they could, their average height of five seven. They're not yeah. playing in March. <laughs> I, I could. Why? Why isn't the Corona del Sol Aztecs high school 
basketball team varsity up there. It's hey, like, they're nice. They're nice, dude. Look at the, the Perry Pumas. Go yeah. up, Pete. See those, say, see those uniforms? Play. Man, why don't we just... You think Perry could beat a college, like a legitimate college organization? I there are some high school compete. teams that could totally beat yeah, college teams. I think teams. Perry could compete. I think ASU could lose to a handful of high school teams. <laughs> That's, well, okay. Yeah, maybe. It depends on what high school. You go to Sierra Canyon, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was look, I was just looking up how many Division One men's basketball programs there are. Yeah. And there's like, what, 300, some, 351 yeah, schools? Yeah. So 96 out of those. So that what's that? I need to look up that percentage of. Uh, well, close to 20-something percent. 20-something percent of Division One schools would make the tournament. Yeah, that's 27%. Whoa. 20, 27% yeah. of Division One Almost programs. Almost a third. Yeah. Working make way up the there. tournament. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. Like, Almost a third a lot of, of teams all that college. There's a lot of teams that don't deserve to be yeah. in that conversation. Yeah. Like that Duke are, doesn't deserve to be in that conversation. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> hey, they're new, they're new Wisconsin coaches. is actually falling out right now, too. Sorry for Jesse Broders. Uh, Wisconsin is falling out of the tournament yeah. race right now. Are they really? They are falling out pretty quickly and rapidly. Miami fell out of it, did they not? Or are they still kind of in it, Jack? Are they still in the race for a bid? They're uh, no longer ranked. I I don't know. They were I am early season. They were ranked in the top ten. Right. I yeah. I haven't really paid attention to them, so I don't I don't think I'm the best one to answer that. But well, I just definitely... I haven't seen them since they got eviscerated by Kentucky at their home court. Yeah, that so. was that was not <laughs> great for them. I'm just waiting for my. Uh, my Alonzo Gaffney legacy game in the Pac-12 tournament oh, to yeah. lead us to March. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put it on the poll, though. Can Perry High School beat ASU men's basketball, yes or no? Let's put that on the poll, please. Well, if they can create Brock, they can do anything. Because Perry's a, on the on the corner of Brock Purdy Boulevard. Yeah. Sits yeah, a, sits a, uh, a varsity basketball team that can take over college basketball. <laughs> We may just get to that point. I don't know. College sports is such a cluster. Yeah. It's I, so dumb. It's so like, – I, I the like point the of expansion it, of the college football playoffs. I, I do that like sense. that because there is always a team that has a legitimate argument for not being in there, like Georgia. Yeah, Georgia, State. Is, Georgia like Those are like legitimate the... arguments. Like they could have won that if they mm-hmm. got in maybe. But going to college basketball, your tournament's already perfect. It's already – I don't yeah. think you can make it better. And honestly, I don't think the first four is even that necessary. I remember a couple of years ago it was UCLA and Michigan State that were in the in the first four game together, and that was insane. Then UCLA made their huge run with Johnny Juzang into the final four against Gonzaga. Like, that was incredible. Like, from the 11-seed spot from first four to final four, that was an incredible story. And I think that's one reason first four stays for right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't really see a huge – necessity for it well that would that if, if that would even happen would that even with the first week of even be fun like would anyone even watch the first week of, oh like, no there's 24 know. seeds playing against yeah these teams would that even be like yeah the first 24 <laughs> the first 24 <laughs> like unless you're unless you have like upseller on your phone you're just kind of waiting for hey turn on true tv because number 24 or whatever or number 22 yeah. is taking some of the brink like away from that no one's gonna yeah. No one really like some people do, but like casual March Madness fans just kind of like you know have the app open waiting for right. an upset alert. Well, you're talking about 68 teams already in it, right? And then mm-hmm. expanding to 96, that's 48. Yeah, or not, not 48. Uh oh, math journalism. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, where am I at? 
no, it's 28. It's 28 teams. Is that not? That's math. That's math. It's 96. 68 to 96. That's 28. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of teams. 28 is a lot of teams. You don't get 28 teams in the NBA playoffs. You don't get 28 teams in the MLB playoffs. No. Yeah, like you know, there's no other tournament in the world that has 28 total teams other than the World Cup, maybe. But that even then, that's group stages uh, or in-season tournament. That's 30 teams. It's group stages and everything. No one in the world has 28 teams, let alone 64 or 68, including the first four. That's going to 96. You're just I don't know what you're even counting at that point. We're about to see Eastern Michigan take on NAU in the first round. Like, come on. Right. Like, you're going to – you make it not – you make your product not fun when you add more teams to it. Because that right. makes – it makes your product boring. It makes your product unwatchable. But I, you know, I like talking about the boring stuff, but some of the exciting things, you know, Kansas just lost to Baylor last night, right, Jack? You like – like Good job. Good job, Winning. Baylor. Good job, Bears. Go Bears. Sick them. <laughs> uh, Marquette beat UConn uh, a couple weeks ago, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but last night, number 12 Creighton beat that number five Marquette team. Uh, and then one, the, what? Creighton's now one and one in both series against Marquette and UConn. So the top three in the Big East is just wah. Which mm-hmm. which team is the best? Because all of them are beating each other in like a perfect triangle. That's what I love about Big East basketball, though. It's, it's fun. It always like kind of ends God, that it's way. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. And you still have Xavier and Butler that are usually like historic franchises, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not nothing working over there. Yeah. Uh, Purdue number two right now is uh, Gail Rhodes' favorite team. Good for Gail. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not. Uh, Gail thinks that they can go all the way. Uh, we all disagree. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Good to know that we're all on the same page here. Uh, UConn and Marquette actually face off again uh, this next upcoming week. UConn won the last matchup between the two, 81-53. So I don't know if we're going to (laughs) see anything like that happen again. It was on UConn's home floor. This one's going to Marquette. So uh, they're both ranked in the top five still today, Uh, even though – Creighton just beat Marquette last night. Uh, there's a lot of up and up and up with that. Uh, who else is kind of weird? Arizona. We all so watched, weird. We all watched U of A. I don't think they're incredibly weird because I, I kind of know where U of A is going in a way because they're always that team. And we talked about this last night, me and Jack. How Arizona, like some teams, are always like first or second round exits. We like you know the first weekend sweepstakes. It, we see Purdue and Arizona always kind of fall out of them. Last year they fell out of them super early in such a lame way as well. Uh, but didn't it, Princeton like kill them too? Like it yeah, wasn't even it a close game. It was no, no. It was really it was close. close. Uh, it, was it was close. close. Okay. Yeah. The, okay. the game that you're referring to is Princeton destroying Mizzou. I'm aware. I know. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that one. I remember that one. Yeah. I, I thought I'm, they also killed Arizona. No, they. It was close. That one was really close. That that started. That's funny because that was uh, that was during the Valley Variety when that game started. Oh, that's right. And that's right. I went back to Jones' yeah. place at Fusion and we uh, finished Watched the, the end game. Of it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I was driving back and trying yeah, to watch. Those fun phone calls from my cousins the at the same time. <laughs> yeah, those were. What happened? What happened? What happened? 
Uh, I think Arizona, this is the year out of all the years that I've seen so far, and I, I'm usually an Arizona hater. Since the last 10 years I've been doing brackets, I've put Arizona as a second-round exit. Mm-hmm. This year I'm not. Yeah. This year I'm putting them in the Final Four. Yeah. And I'm locking that in right now. Yeah. They are a Final Four. I'm going dis- to disagree. I'm going to – because as much as, like, we – everyone has these talks about U of A, I, I think I've heard these talks for, for about 13 straight years – <laughs> every for, year. From U of A fans. Every year. Because I, now, first thing, I understand Caleb Love is like the greatest player in the nation right now. Mm-hmm. But they've had greatest players in the nation for like True. 13 straight years. Last year was Omar Balo. No one can stop Omar Balo. The year before it was someone. The year before it was someone. So they keep making like excuses of why they're going to go far. Now, I don't think they're first round exits this year. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I think Caleb Love by himself can probably win them a couple tournament games. Mm hmm. But sweet 16 at least. So I, I'll put yeah. him in the Sweet 16. I'll easily put him in the Sweet 16. But no, but I can't say they go any farther because watching them against ASU. Now U of A, now U of A did destroy us. But there was a point in that game when U of A loses momentum, they fall off a damn cliff. Yeah. Like they can't like terrible communication and their passing is all is off and people are getting frustrated and Tommy Lloyd is getting frustrated with them and. It's like there's just something with that like group. It's like when they get flustered, and I, and I understand it's a ri- it was a rivalry game. Yeah, too. I was about to say those are different in a way. So those are different in yeah. a way, but I've seen it even this year. I mean, U of A lost to Stanford in the same way. True, it, true. You know, it, you know, being undisciplined. Now, will they they fix it up when tournament time comes? I'm sure. You know, I'm a big fan of Tommy Lloyd. I think he's a great coach. I think I think he's the best coach in the Pac-12, if not the entire country right now. But there's so much inconsistency with U of A, and there always is every year. And so, I think I need to watch him in the Pac-12 tournament. I think I need I think I need to, to see him win the Pac-12, which I think, which I think they will again. I think they're showing to win the Pac-12. I need to see him in their first game. It's 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 always just kind of a a question mark for me with U of A. It's like. Who are they going to be today? Because like yesterday they blew out a team. They blew out Oregon. They yeah. Like they'll them. they'll drop. They dropped a hundred on. One day they'll drop a hundred on you, and then another day they are getting flustered and they can't make a shot and they lose to Stanford. I I think that's very true that U of A has been mildly inconsistent, but I feel like out of this entire year, every team has had that. I think every team has had a loss where it's just like, how do you lose to that team? Especially Purdue, who lost Northwestern twice this year. Yeah. Like that is incredible for not only Northwestern but for Purdue to have that on their resume and still be the number two n- team in the nation. Yeah, that goes to speak that every team is battling through mm. such a weird year. And I think the weirdest team, and I'm going to adjust my hat for this one, is the Kentucky Wildcats. It is the weirdest team I've ever seen because one day they're losing to Wilmington, <laughs> and or then losing to Mississippi State or losing to South Carolina. And then, out of nowhere, they beat North Carolina. Mm-hmm. They eviscerate number eight Miami. They have, like, a really back and forth with Kansas. They blow out teams now in the SEC like no one else, dropping 117 points at Rupp Arena, the most points ever scored in that building, and then just literally last night scored 110 again against Arkansas. It's weird. Now, on top of that, they're allowing Arkansas to also score 100 points, 102 points against them. 
It was an eight-point game, and Kentucky scored 110 points that game last night. I don't know if they're playing in the NBA right now, but that is – I just don't see defense for that team. But I don't think it matters now. You look at the, look at the defense that Kentucky is playing. They're not playing any at all. They're still <laughs> dropping 110. Is deep, Do you guys think defense is even important in March? I say yes. But if you're able to get a bucket in March – and you can prove that everyone can do it for 110 points. That's a contender. But it's also like you can't play de- defense, so you're not going to make it past the first round. This is a weird team. Every team is weird, but I feel like this is the weirdest team in college basketball right now. It's Kentucky. I, I don't understand where they're going to land. I can see them going all the way. I can see them dropping out into the first round to Doug Eater at Providence again. I don't, I don't know. who Who's Doug Eater on right now? Is he at Providence or where is he? Where's Doug Eater at? Because if he's making, he went be to really Bryant. Scary. Bryant, that's right. I think that's where he. He went to another really small school. Yeah. But I could see Kentucky dropping to anyone or beating anyone, and I can say that about most teams in college right now. They can anyone can lose at any point or go all the way, and I feel like there's been years where like uh, Gonzaga came in undefeated, and we we're like, okay, this team can probably go all the way to the Elite Eight at least. Or Zion, RJ, uh, that, like that Duke team. We were like, that team can go all the way to the Final Four without much competition. There's those teams where you're just like, they can make a huge run. Or 2015 Kentucky, where they were undefeated. They went all the way to the Final Four. And there was like, yeah, well, that was bound to happen. I don't think there's a team this year that I can say that about. And U of A, I said it like just a minute ago. I said they can make it to the Final Four. Can. Should anyone can? <laughs> they should be able to. I don't think I. I can't say they will. I won't lo- guarantee it like Charles Barkley, but I could say they can and should. It, I don't. Do you guys have any team like that at all? Where you're like this team's a, a lock for Final Four? Because I can't. No, not this year. In the past few years, I don't know if I could say. There's definitely like a handful of teams, but. There's for sure not, like, one team, though, that's right. going to go to. Like, you can pick maybe eight teams. You're like, yeah. one of these eight will mm-hmm. probably make it. Yeah. But that's, like, kind of picking and choosing, you know, a couple, you know, putting your chips in a bunch of different markets there. But this would be a good year for, like, um, like a Cinderella team to yeah. to really make their mark against these really in- inconsistent teams. Uh, there's going to be a Cinderella team that just has a guy who can shoot really well or a guy who can defend really well. And they find like the niche that all these teams have been missing the entire year, and then they go on like a a run. There was that Baylor team two two or three years ago. Was that Sochan that was leading that team? He that was pure defense. There was like offense on there, but it was a pure defensive oriented team that won the tournament, and that's what you need to win. Uh, Anthony Davis in 2012, defense didn't even score in that game. You just blocked everyone else. <laughs> and Jack and I like to talk about it a lot because Kansas lost in that game. But <laughs> there you go. Defense is what wins you championships, and it's been proven time and time and time and time again that defense wins championships. But if you do have that bucket that you're talking about, a guy that can just shoot lights out night after night, like for some reason you have Jordan Poole on your team from Michigan shooting over that that leapfrog shot he had over Houston a few years ago, or, or Doug Edert 
God forbid, Doug Eater is on your team right now. Uh, or Jimmer Fredette. Anyone remember Jimmer Fredette? <laughs> oh. Oh. That's a throwback. Actually, I have a top five list. I'm going to do right. it right now. I'm going to say the top five most recognizable names in college basketball. Here we go. I need to actually think about the list real quick. Okay. But if you guys can stall for just moments, please allow me to formulate my list. Okay. I can stall. I can stall with a another topic as he gets on to his, uh, his list, um, which I texted Ben about earlier, is that MLB jerseys look like um, – uh, really, really bad. Jack, would you would you agree with me that those those uh, those see through pants are just not the uh, <laughs> not the move Fanatics was looking for? I I actually personally am a huge fan of seeing somebody's underwear when they play baseball. It might be a hot take and an unpopular opinion, but <laughs> that's just me. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> people who already don't like baseball are <laughs> are, are really jumping on it <laughs> right now. There's been some photo shoots recently. <laughs> That'd have been a uh, pretty revealing, and uh, I think it's a bad look. And also, like the screen printed jerseys, uh, yeah. the last names mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. aren't a great look. Mm-hmm. Like, like it used to be cool to have like a cool jersey because you like it was all stitched up, and it was like you could like feel like the the stitches. And now it's like it looks like it will be the show. Yeah, where it's everything's so it looks like grainy, and mm-hmm. the last names are small, and they're like like. All curved. Mm-hmm. Shout out the Royals though for uh, the normal size lettering and the regular patch and stuff. Oh, did, are they doing? Yeah, they're like the only team in the MLB this year who's going to have normal size lettering on the back of the jerseys. That's great. They just said, yeah. "No, we're not going to wear those jerseys. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back to our old ones from last year." Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, it works for a team like them. They don't change jerseys every year, so mm-hmm. you can be like, "We still have all our old jerseys from lettering from last year." Mm-hmm. Don't technically have to wear that, <laughs> as long as it's as long as it's approved equipment. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad look it will be. Get your get your jerseys in order. <laughs> Not okay. That's been happening. Everyone's a hoax. All the Shohei stuff. I was like, you see Shohei come up to bat in his his see through pants. It's like, <laughs> man, MLB, get your get your league in order. Mm-hmm. And he's married, by the way, folks. That's what he announced on Instagram a couple of days ago. Shohei Otani is now. Or, uh, or he's now engaged, I should say. And they asked him who he was engaged to, and his answer was a normal Japanese woman. <laughs> All right. So anyway. Well done. Thank you. Uh, There's my Jones minute. <laughs> without any music, too. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, I have the top five list here for uh, most recognizable names in March Madness. Number five, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Capital One commercials. Mm. Every oh. single one, yeah. I thought there was some random player named Samuel Jackson you yeah, we were like, talking about. <laughs> no, all, no, you know, Charles Barkley, Spike Lee. I, I think Sam Jackson is the most recognizable out of those three, but I digress. Number four, Coach K. Good pull. I respect it, too. Yeah. Number three, Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer. Number two, Sister Jean. She's awesome. And number one, hello, friends, Jim Nance. Thank you for being my friend. Oh, God. It's the, uh, you don't make me cry, Jack. 
Seeing his hey, flash to be fair, you, you almost made me cry watching that I yesterday. I was so. literally forcing Jim Nance content <laughs> into Jack Bartlett. For yeah, the Mr. Rogers of sports broadcasting. Yeah, yeah, Jim Nance. yeah. God, God bless him. Please won't you be my neighbor, Tony. Tony. <laughs> Tony. And Jim Nance is also in those Capital One commercials. He is. Yeah. That's really fun. We need Tony Romo calling a college basketball <sighs> game. I don't know if we need that. Tony Romo during March Madness? Oh, I think we need that. I don't know if we need I think, that. I think we all need that. Uh, God, Tony Romo. <laughs> Imagine how cool that would be. Imagine how funny that would be. Uh, yeah, it would be. I know about basketball, Jim. <laughs> I think it was on the line, Jim. That logo is pretty big, Jim. Where are we? You know, my cousin was born in March, Jim. <laughs> her birthday's coming up, and I don't know what to get her, Jim. I forgot. Wait, the birthday's not coming up. It happened last year, Jim. Wait a second. That's how birthdays work. <laughs> how do birthdays work, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> they happen every year, Jim. I'm tired of it. Just have one big one, Jim. <laughs> Once a year, birthday day. Saves me money, Jim. <laughs> Tony... There's a broadcast, Tony. She can oh, hear you, Oh, it's supposed to be working? Oh. Sorry, Paula. No, my bad. Sorry. Just another day in the bureau. You're not, you're not, <laughs> we're not supposed to do Jim Nance impressions all day? Or show off orangutan boxing on YouTube. That was great. I don't know what you're talking about. That was, that was some of the things that happened in the bureau. You know, That was super electric. Shout out to the sports bureau. Yeah. Just a normal day in the bureau. Just another day. Just another day. <laughs> Shout out Mason Byers. Mason, Mason Byers, man. That's my guy. My guy. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> I missed him on a was he was he there on Thursday? Mason? Yeah. yeah. We missed yeah, him on Tuesday. Yeah. He wasn't there. Yeah. He wasn't there on No, he was not there on Tuesday. Oh. <gasps> yeah. I remember that. But was he there on Thursday? Because I wasn't there on Thursday. So if I missed a, a Mason Byers appearance, I'm gonna be really upset. He was there on Thursday. <sighs> Golly. That he'll be there on Tuesday though, so he he better be. Yeah. Wow. So so you know, college basketball. Yeah, we, we you know what? I think we should add a guest into this show next week in the next couple of weeks after Selection Sunday happens, or you know, wait, Selection Sunday happens during Valley Variety. Isn't it later in the day? I I'm it was, pretty sure. Oh, maybe it's after Valley Variety. I thought I could swore it's like always later in the day. It might not be. Maybe we have Nick Hodel on. The show on Selection Sunday, he's gonna be our 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 guy. Our I think we bring Nick Hodel. He'll in. be like our Joe Lenardi. Dude, that'd be so awesome. I would. Could you imagine? I would vibe with that so hard. That would be awesome. Oh my god, that would be so electric. Because we can't have him. Oh man, that's gonna be tough. Because we the bracket will come out, but like between that episode and the next, and then the first weekend will be virtually over. By the next episode, that's tough. That's yeah. That sucks. Um, dang. Dang. We might need to do some content that week just for fun. Go out to Tempe. Let's do it. Go out to Tempe and ask people for brackets. Oh, oh that'd be fun. Yeah, we did that that's last a good year. Idea. Did that last year. Um, yeah. yeah. Could have some fun with that. That could be fun. Good time. Wake up, universe. College basketball's yeah. back. I could mention the Angels just to get a get some more content. Well, that's what you get out of Nick Dude. Odell. 
Earth, not the angels. Not the angels. Did you just mention the angels? Bring them back. Where's Nick Odell? Where's college basketball bonanza? Where's a... Oh, I was just going to say another one. I probably shouldn't you know, call them out. That would be nice. Who? Oh, no one. No one. Okay, very good. Tony Romo. <laughs> Jacob Jones. Unbelievable. <laughs> There's a Big 12 logo on the floor. It's usually the Pac-12 logo. <laughs> That's incredible, Phil Walton. That's incredible. Remy Martin, go to the hole, young man. Ben Yates. Dave, what is going on, Dave? <laughs> I walk into the building, into the inferno, Arizona State University, the new American Holy University. God. Michael Crow and Ray Anderson leading this school to great things. It's the last dance. It's the Valley Variety, live every Sunday at noon on Blaze Radio.